hello. Um, I was just actually wondering if you guys had figured out um, how much would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Has anybody figured that out? Uh-huh. Fine. Well, since you guys are still trying to figure that out, I guess we'll go ahead and just have ourselves a little talking session where we discuss this week's happens. Hi, how are you? You tuned into an all-new episode of the Seat at the Table podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, Is this our... First of all, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yes. Um, I hope and pray that this day wasn't just regarded as an opportunity for you to um, give gifts, but to also be a gift, be a gem, if you will. Um, and the regarding, of course, of the religious the religiosity um, surrounding the day. You know, I am of the belief that even if you aren't Christian and you don't buy into the literal or fundamental, either or, one or the other, the literal or fundamentals that um, surround Christmas, I think just... You know, just the merriment of it for you, for a lot of people, has to be really um, awesome. People get in that mood. I think the the wackiest thing is is the present giving because it. I don't know about you, but a lot of that just raises a lot of anxiety for me, at least, because I'm like, oh, you got to go through all of this stuff and. You know, if it's a toy for a kid or some clothing for a kid, they're going to outgrow it. You know, hopefully you get into the realm of um, the sentiment regarding it and also the um, the uniqueness that you can really put into um, what someone means to you and how you regard them. Anyway, I'm going on. So yes, another um another fantastic week here. Um anything going on with you? A lot of people were not in the festive mood this week or even for Christmas. A lot of people were like, I'm probably just gonna chill at home. The Omicron variant is eating the girls up. It's leaving no crumbs. It's taking all names. And I can't tell you how many people I know are getting getting it getting it good from the Omicron. Now for me it's difficult because a lot of the symptoms of that just sounds like a cold that could really say hello from the other side, a la Adele, you know? Um, but the girls are insistent that it, no, 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 this is not just the cold girl. This is, this is the COVID. And COVID has got to be at least 33 now. It's, it can't be COVID-19 because, I mean, even if the 19, I, what, do we know what that 19 stands for? I don't know. I would think it stands for like strains or something or variants. But what do I know? Anyways. So, pushing forward with this week, it has been eating the girls up. So, a lot of people who even decided that they would be with their family on on the holiday had to make different decisions in the vein of, oh, someone has gotten or several people have gotten the Omicron and, you know, we got we to gotta chill. So... Super interesting, but um, hopefully everyone is taking care of themselves. They are at least, and when I say that, I, 
I hope that people understand that to mean more so, um, you know, eating and, and showering and doing whatever, getting your nails done or getting your hair done. Although for some people that is like a, that's a form of um, mental health, which whatever it takes, you know what I mean? But hopefully you're partnering that stuff up with some sort of spiritual exercise or um, mental exercise that allows you to decompress and get conscious and get really present about things. Um, speaking of things, speaking of things, speaking of things. Yeah. Um, so interesting week this week. Uh, you, you guys, this girl, Brittany Spears, she's, she's busy this week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. I, I don't, I would, I would give you guys a full on Brittany Jean moment, but, um, super, super horse. I'm super horse right now. Um, and you know, just saving all my love for, um, for doing this show. So listen, I barely could, I barely could. Cause girl, you know, if we could just pull over on Britney Spears real quick and put on our hazards, um, what a, this year, first of all, this is the last show of 2021. And this year for me has been extremely eye-opening and daunting and a little bit crazy. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Um, but I guess we can get into all of that uh, with with the pull-up this week. Um, but yeah, so um, hopefully you made it to Christmas with the person that you love because girl, um, not that the girls are saying this week, okay, but let's save, let's save Brittany for a minute and let's just get the boring stuff out the way. So not boring, but like whatever girl. So apparently Megan Good and her husband, Devin, Devin Franklin, Devon Franklin, have decided to end their marriage after nine years, which um, I can't say that I am surprised, but I can say that I am sad. You know, people breaking up never make me feel good. It makes me feel bad. Um because I know how much work it takes. You know, nine years is not a short amount of time. And I'm sure that there's an extreme amount of love there. But, you know, one thing I can say is I am cautioned when I see stuff like that to say to myself, you know, people really ought to marriage is so seldom talked about with the with the realness of it. You know what I mean? Not with this like, oh, we love each other and we just always like make it work. We make it work. Like sometimes you have to still be married and tell the truth about how like, you know, honestly, this should not be working. I should have left this person a long time ago because really the only reason why I got with this person was because they were hot and I was hoping to change the things about them that I didn't like. You know, and so sometimes to even acknowledge the fact that like, and I'm not saying this about Devin and Megan, although I think that if I'm on the outside looking in and, you know, these celebrities give you, you know, because there was a while where these two, didn't they write a book? Don't they have a book? Did he have a book? Somebody has a book and there was a while where they were doing like the talk show circuit together. You know, really um, getting into the depth and breadth of their relationship and how these two opposites, he's a seven-day Adventist movie executive behind such major films like, um, what is the movie with Will Smith and his son? 
where where they were like um they you know they played the they played the poor guy with his son. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Devon is behind that film. He's behind a couple of like interesting, um, you know, those kind of movies. Very much like sweet, teach you a lesson, those kind of movies. Um, and he is also former, I think he worked at some point before being a producer, executive producer for Will Smith or at least having him having done one of his movies i believe he used to work for will smith and um yeah he talked a lot i, I believe he has a book where he talked about his life as a seven day adventist meaning that he would go to to church on saturday which precluded him from being able to take part in a lot of things that were probably necessary for him to take part in as part of his career but anyways i say all this to say that um you know, the the two released a statement. Um, now, first of all, let me say this. Devin is the one that filed for divorce. And they released a statement basically saying, after much prayer and consideration, we have decided to go into our future separately, but forever connected. We celebrate almost a decade of marriage together and love that is eternal. There is no one at fault. We believe this is the next best chapter in the evolution of our love. They also added, we are incredibly grateful for the life-changing years we've spent together. All right, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, it's it's funny because he's also, so he is a staunch Christian, seven-day Adventist. And uh, there was a lot of talk in the foray of their relationship regarding Megan Good and her kind of sultry sex appeal that wasn't just rep representative of movie characters that she played, but also as she has pushed out into the ether in terms of my personal opinion, um, just being herself and her public persona as a celebrity, um, whether it be dressing sexy or, you know, she was, and this is not anything she pushed, but she was definitely... The boys, them sugar, they loved her. They absolutely loved her. I mean, she's a gorgeous girl. She's She used to have those chola eyebrows, like the real thick, penciled in dark eyebrows. And she changed it to, now she's got those extra thick, bushy eyebrows. Have you guys seen that? Then you must not be watching have not watched the Amazon Prime. Now, I've seen it on Amazon Prime. I believe it's on BET Plus, but her television show, Harlem. Um, but at any rate, I say all this to say, before we pull over to Harlem, I hate that I have like ADD when we talk, you guys. And it's like, I can talk about seven different subjects at once. It's like the the conversation just, just floats from one <laughs> And I swear I'll be having shit written down. Like, uh, anyways, so, um, so, um, it's interesting to see the, the scope of their relationship, because like I said, a lot of times people date people with the hopes of changing them. You know, if you are a particular personality type, whether it be an alpha or you may be a little bit more, um, passive, and maybe, you know, some people have a hard time accepting certain things about people, whether it is the way that they present or the way that they don't present. You know, sometimes people want people who are where they're at at a particular place in their life. So if I am growing and I'm really into my my professional life or I'm really into my workout life or I'm really into my spiritual um, like community activist life or I'm into my whatever it is, you know, you a lot of times it feels like you want you want that person who you're with to be right there with you. And and maybe that's not where they are in life, you know, and so it's like, what road do you choose? Do you choose the road where you are pushing regarding someone being who you need them to be? Or you are on the opposite end 
staying around knowing that you, you, you know inherently that someone wants something else from you. And you're staying because of comfortability, because of the time that you've invested in, because you don't think that you'll find that kind of experience again. And this could be about anything. This could be about a job. This could be about a relationship. This could be about a lot of stuff. You know, it just so happens that Devin Franklin and Megan Good are making it more so about their, their, what they're dealing with is about a relationship. But a lot of times it's, it could be about anything. You know, you just um, expect for something to be different and you go into it hoping that maybe or thinking that you can change it to fulfill that difference need. And it just doesn't work like that. You know, I believe um, now from what I heard, he wanted kids. That wasn't something that she was into and didn't really change her mind regarding it. Um but who knows? So prayers to all parties involved. Um, so what else for the week? Huh? Um, before we get into talking about um, talking about Whitney Spears. So have you guys heard that um, Will Smith's ex-wife and first baby's mom, Sherry Zampino, um, who I believe at some point was. Um, a cast member of like ex Hollywood Wives or something like that on VH1 with Mai Tai and Nicole Murphy. Wasn't Sherry? Wasn't Sherry? Is it Sheree or Sh- yes, Sheree? Um, wasn't she on that show? Do you guys remember Princess Ex Wife? Mai Tai was on it. Um, Nicole Murphy was on it. Andrea Kelly was on it, and it was about these wives who were former wives of of famous men. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, she is said to be joining the cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, um, the show has been accused of not always having a diverse cast, adding Garcelle Beauvais to to the franchise not too long ago. And um, Sheree will be the second woman of color to be featured on the show. There's also, I believe, um, an Asian, a woman of Asian descent who joined the cast either this year or last year, doctor. Um, But um, Sheree is going to be coming on as a friend, so kind of a Marlo not in the way that Marlo character-wise, but just kind of what she represents on the show. And um, yeah, so Bravo announced that this week. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel. You know, sometimes I'd be feeling like, okay, like when they added... Um, what's her name to, and excuse me for not remembering her name, but the black girl on, um, black lady on, um, Real Housewives of New York. I didn't find it to be necessary. It seemed inauthentic in its friendship, her having the black Shabbat, all of it just felt like, mm, these heifers ain't really friends. Y'all trying to force this on us and like, it's not given. It's not given. I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I guess we'll, are you guys going to watch? I guess we'll figure it out um, as the time nears. Now, Somebody else who had a lot going on in the news this week was our girl, Saweetie. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen, but Saweetie did the big chop, honey, and cut off her hair. Now, it's been a while since I've seen her with hair, like wearing her own hair. Um, And I know she's been really out here in the streets with this... um, 
with this uh, red Ronald McDonald wig that I dragged last week, I believe. But yeah, sweetie's been out here and yeah, she did the big chop. Now, the thing that irritated me most about this is seeing the comments. And I hope, sweetie, Diamante, honey, I hope you did not read the comments when you posted your picture because I think she looked absolutely gorgeous. Um, she has a buzz cut now that is blonde. Um, and of course, whenever you do something like that, whoever people kind of associate mostly with that look, they're going to basically compare you to them. So people was like, oh, she thinks she Amber Rose, whatever, whatever, which to me, I don't, I don't even think that sweetie would look at herself and see Amber Rose. Like, I don't even see that as being a thing, but I know y'all got to get on line and just say anything. Right. Um, and then a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, she going through it, whatever, whatever. Now, the reason why I said that sweetie, um, may have been talked about a lot this week was Roddy Rich got his ass on, um, he just released a new album last week and he got his ass on a big boys radio show talking about he, um, wish that women would stop, um, sitting beside him at, um, basketball games. And, you know, he insinuated that perhaps it was a clout chasey, um, it was a clout chasey behavior that was executed by Sweetie. Now, if you guys recall, there was a basketball game, I don't know where, but, um, Sweetie was um, caught on camera sitting next to Roddy Rich, and everyone made an assumption regarding uh, their their dating status. And then it came out this week, Jada Chavez, um, baby mother to Lil Baby, um, a interview was released with her this week with... Um, Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked and she talked about um she talked about knowing ahead of time that the relationship or the the shopping trip between baby and sweetie was happening and she basically stated that whether it was because she insinuated rather that whether it was because she knew because he, um, because he told her or because, um, she has spies that are out there in the streets looking out for her. She basically knew and she'll always know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, uh, it pretty much had sweetie out here looking clout chasey. And a lot of you commented when she posted her new buzz look online that she's going through it and et cetera, et cetera. And first of all, let me just say this. Them wigs that y'all be pasting onto y'all forehead, they be ruining hairlines. They be like, and if you don't have a hair care person, you just have a person who knows how to put your wig on. You know, I can see how you're now I'm not I'm not caping up for her one way or the other or saying that I would, you know, know why she would be going through anything or why she would cut her hair off. But I'm just saying, you know, you guys made a lot of assumptions regarding uh her new look. And I what if it's just because? I mean, honestly, I hate the girls who hold on to their hair. I I feel like you should be changing up your look all the time, especially if you have the kind of hair that it's strong. It'll grow back. Like, I think the girls change up your look. Do something different. Evolve yourself. Yeah. And don't don't be a 360. Don't like do a look, do another look, do the same look, do, do different looks, do different looks, man. 
Now, maybe your thing is like you're not a face person, so you are afraid to experiment with looks. I think it doesn't matter. I think like there's something spiritual about being able to shed your hair. I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, honey. But I'm just saying the girls need to like be okay with switching their looks sometimes, girl, because... Sometimes, sometimes you hoes be looking the same too much. Y'all be looking the same too much. Okay, well, last but not least, before we get into our friend Britney Spears, Whitney Spears, Britney Houston, before we get into that, y'all had a lot to say about Lanethia Leaks this week, huh? So, okay. Last week, we talked about Nene, um, I don't know if we did, but Nene dating this new um, Nigerian businessman who I believe is a men's uh, suit designer or something like that, has a store in, in, in Atlanta, successful. And I thought to myself, number one, Greg had been sick for a long time. Number two, Nene and Greg were married. They weren't like how y'all be doing it out here. Y'all just be living with each other for a mad long time or whatever. They like they are married. They are married, y'all. They were married. And I believe in the course of their marriage was a divorce even because they saw things very differently in terms of their relationship and decided to take a break. And then they... um reunited on a season of Real Housewives of Atlanta where they renewed their vows and and or got remarried. However, any which way, you guys wasted no time this week. Speaking of clout, Tracy, there was no time wasted this week where a gentleman who goes by the Instagram handle STP underscore temp posted a picture well, I don't know if he posted it, but there is a picture of him and Nene in the bed. He doesn't seem to have a shirt on. Nene seems to be asleep. And it looks like he took a selfie of her in his bed while asleep. Now, you know what I don't like? When bitches do shit like this to niggas, y'all be ready to go off, go off, go off. It's nasty. It's a dirty look. It's a bird. You a bird for that. You a bird. Well, anyway, he later, this same gentleman later got on. Um, now, the, interestingly enough, this picture was posted um, maybe a day or two after um, Nini was seen with her new Nigerian prince. Um, which honestly, do I need to come to Atlanta and get me a prince? Y'all, no, for real. Do we need to go to Atlanta and get us a prince? Because that's what the girls have down there. Now, mind you, we're going to have to fight a few battles, ladies and gents, if we're going to get our Nigerian prince. But I think it might be worth it. Mull it over. You don't have to answer it now. But at any rate, um, so... This comes like a day or two after additional post pictures were posted online through the blogs um, with Nini being with her boo, her Nigerian prince. I think there was like a video posted or something. And, you know, they seem happy. Well, bitch, not too soon after that, Mr. STP Temp, who I think is regarding himself as a artiste. Something in the, everybody in Atlanta is in the entertainment industry. So whatever, doing something, entertaining somebody's shit. So then he writes, since motherfuckers want to leak my shit and run false headlines, might as well share the truth. Last few months been amazing and eye-opening. Nothing but love for you, Lanethia, and I wish you the best. Now see, now see, first of all, we all held hands and agreed that Nini was having a new boo, right? According to her, even. I guess. I don't know. But what I do know is, is that um, 
I don't know if she she came out and confirmed or denied the relationship with this man. But what I do know is, is that her, her husband is dead. She's a grown woman. She don't have no little kids. I think her old her youngest son is an adult. She don't have to explain shit. She don't. Is she messing with this young man? Is she messing with the Nigerian prince? Is she messing with the king of Zamunda? She don't got to say shit. She really don't. She really, really don't. No bullshit. Um, y'all got to stop, like, making it weird. Y'all got to stop. Because, okay. Anyways, last but not least, our girl, Brittany V. Spears. Now, um, now... Britney came out this week and was singing her, her little heart out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was singing her little heart out, giving y'all riffs and runs like a cheap dollar store stocking. Yes. Yes. Now, this comes amidst Britney also dragging her family one more time. Um... And basically uh, telling us that she's going to be putting out new music. Well, y'all didn't really waste no damn time. No time, honey. Basically putting Britney, Britney's riffs and runs out there. Um, I heard it with Mary Mary Shackles. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. Um, last night you guys had the nerve to dub that riff and run over the, uh, Whitney Houston mega hit. I will always love you. Y'all are horrible people. Y'all are just horrible people. Now this all comes amidst, uh, Brittany basically saying that she is getting ready to prep for a wedding with um, her man, Sam. Um, she is um, basically, from what the, the girls are saying, that's like her top priority right now. And I hope that she, um, yeah. The singer um, basically said that she's working on new music. Uh, and that she cannot wait to bring said music to the fans because obviously the way y'all been dubbing this, this shit y'all want it. So, okay, 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 y'all relax. Um, this also comes amidst of her slamming her family, basically saying that they are white, her white classy family. Um, she said, after what my family tried to do to me three years ago, I'm here to remind my white classy family that I haven't forgotten what they did to me, nor will I forever forget. Woo, child, Brittany, honey. Now, Brittany calls her family, including father Jamie and her mother Lynn and her sister Jamie Lynn, out on several occasions for their lack of support during her 13-year-long conservatorship, um, which was terminated last month um i really wish that she didn't feel like she needed to slam her family in public but yeah i I also understand i don't understand actually um but she is planning her comeback and i hope that the first stop on the comeback train is the mall because she looks crazy I hope that the second, and I'm sorry, I know a lot of y'all are going to be gasping and clutching your pearls because, you know, this girl was treated a certain way and that's not fair. And but, 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 listen, like Brittany said, now I'm stronger. She is stronger and we do not need to baby this woman. She is a mother of two teenage boys. Okay. We can feel bad for what she has gone through, but I don't think that we need to baby her, you know, whatever, whatever mental health that she needs. I hope she's getting it, but she looks 
unpolished. Let me just say that. And this is someone who was presented to us as the buffest of diamonds. And so it's very jarring to see her um, mascara and, and eye pencil looking a little smudged around the eyes. Hair looking like she's still rocking them. Um, you know, when the girls used to give you like the cinched in uh, weaves where it was like you take a little piece of hair and burn it onto your your hair or whatever they was doing. She looked like she's still getting that. And like she's giving you like I wear my Uggs with my jean shorts and my shit outside in real life, which is a very 2000-ish thing to do. And you know how I feel about the girls when they like get caught up in a time and they can't even seem to present themselves in a way that is new now next because they're stuck. Just my personal opinion, honey. Now, I don't know nothing about Brittany Jean, but I'm just saying we we need to get her a stylist. You know what she needs? She needs like one dope ass photo shoot where they, you know, rinse her off and get this hair together Maybe even a cut, you know? She ain't got to go drastic. She ain't got to do the sweetie, the sweetie. But she can, you know? And they get her in some clothes that are like now. And nothing that we've seen on these Instagram girls. Like, no. Get her something, something, very much something, okay? <sighs> What's up with this um video of... Lil Uzi uh, shopping, but looking like he about to fight somebody. Can someone tell me what's up with that video? It's a little crazy. Now, the person, I can't say if the person in the video is JT, but someone is seen in the video trying to hold him back from all that ruckus that is seemingly going on. So I don't know, but... um. All right, we are going to take a quick break. I'm all over the place this week, y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> I love my people. Um, but let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll set the table. Okay, and we are back. So, um, given that it's the last show of the year, I... I wanted to make sure that I did a proper check-in, you know, with you guys. Um, and also just had my own moment of understanding and clarity. Um, as I've expressed to you guys in the past, you know, this year, I think I've probably alluded more to it being akin to the pregnancy and what this experience has been like or has not been like um and how lonely it has felt at times which is ironic cuz you're literally walking around with a person all day every day 24/7 but um you know one of the things that I've realized which has been a theme throughout this year for me is um is the idea that um a lot of people who I thought would be there for me um in a particular way or shown up for me in a particular way um I I I often found myself fighting the battle of trying to make people and things for me that are not for me. Um and I say people and things because it hasn't just shown up in relationships for me. It has shown up in jobs. It has shown up in places that I've gone. Just the idea that something, you know, trying to make things work for me that are not supposed to be for me. And I think the pregnancy has been 
one way that that's really manifested itself in showing me like who's got my back and who doesn't. You know, I always thought that it would be different, I guess, um, in the way of, um, I never thought that I would be doing it on my own, you know? And I guess for the most part, though a lot of the experiences that I've had regarding it has been on my own, um, I have had people that have been there for me. And so it's an interesting dichotomy because a lot of times when you have, um, you know, 60%, it's not, it's not rare for people to lament over the 40% and neglect the 60%. You know, it's not rare for people to be like, okay, well, although all of this stuff is a blessing in my life, this, this part isn't working. And that's the part that I'm hyper-focused on. The part that, um, isn't working, the, the, the relationship that's not working out, the people that have not been there for me, um, focusing, hyper-focusing on that. Um, and one of the things that I had to realize this year is that you can't convince people to be for you or to like you or to love you as much as you can't convince the the universe that a situation should be where you belong or should be for you because that's what you want. Who's supposed to be for you will be for you. You know, um, who is supposed to have your back will have your back. You know, the place that you're supposed to be, that's where you're going to be. You have to, you know, be conscious enough to understand that you'll never, you have to trust that you'll never get involved in battles that don't determine your destiny. And what I mean by that is, there won't be anyone who leaves your life. There won't be a job that isn't there for you. There won't be a relationship that you lose that is supposed to be a part of your destiny. If it's supposed to be there for you, it'll be there. But sometimes the greatest stress that we put ourselves through is um, is trying to make something be what it's not. And I'm not saying that you need to be passive and just accept everything. But what I am saying is too many times we fight battles that don't mean nothing. No one has ever done anything without going up against opposition. So whether that opposition is coming in the form of a person or a thing, what you have to know is is that you have to keep your eye fixed on what you believe your destiny is. I mean, honestly, a lot of times for me, um, you know, I've, I've said it before on this show, but to be the type of person who feels like they have to set everybody straight and set every situation straight and get and fix everything. Because that's another part of it. The person who thinks that they need to be a fixer, the person who thinks that they need to keep everyone together and keep everyone happy and keep everything status quo and not rock the boat. Really, when you take a step back and you look into that situation... It's an ego thing. And whenever you're dealing with your ego, you're just edging God out. Sometimes we have to understand that, you know, I um, I was listening to 
a podcast, um, which is really a sermon um, from one of the most popular pastors of our time. And he said that we need to stop going the extra mile and crossing oceans for people who wouldn't even cross puddles for us. Let that sink in. I mean, a lot of times what is hurtful is when you go the extra mile and you still don't have that peace. Sometimes there are some people who actually just don't even like to see the favor that has been placed on your life. So they will cause contention. And sometimes it's really not even that serious. I mean, for me, I was groomed to be a people pleaser. Groomed to to be a yes girl. And a lot of times that is how we are raising um, our daughters. You know, I was watching something the other day and they were like, well, this isn't something that um, befalls American women, you know, that kind of people pleasing mentality. And that's just nothing could be furthest from the truth. I think women in general have the unfortunate misfortune of being groomed to feel like they're responsible for other people's happiness. And sometimes the most responsible thing that you can do in those situations is to be selfish and regard your own happiness. You know, another thing that that pastor said was um, that you'll never reach your destiny by being controlled. I guess what I'm realizing and what I realized in the course of this year is that as I kind of settle into my big age, recognizing that I've always been searching for freedom. You know, I've always regarded time as the ultimate freedom. You know, if you can own your time, that's it. That's it. You know, I'm a girl who regards the word, you know, the Bible. And so even thinking of like, yes, that's it. Like your time is the ultimate freedom. I would even look back on on being, you know, being spiritual and and thinking to myself who the son sets free is truly free indeed and i always took that to mean time you know But sometimes, um, sometimes the greatest freedom that you can get is from people. Freeing your, your, yourself from people. Because you don't want to live your life being controlled by any particular situation. You know, you have to be bold and brave and intentional with who you want to be and and knowing and being discerning enough to know who's for you. And if by any chance you have to go up to battle with these 
with any situation like this. Also know that like avoid the fight. If you can avoid avoid making yourself like the the sheriff deputy of letting people know what they need to do and how they need to do it and you don't treat me like that because to be honest with you it's a distraction if the universe could get me to focus on the 40% that I don't have and neglect the 60% that I have or to focus on the 60% that I don't have and, and neglect the 40% that I do have. That's my vibration. That's the frequency in which I'm operating on what I don't have. And because we're conscious beings, we know that that frequency that you omit is emit, excuse me, will be the one that you attract back. You will attract back the frequency of I don't have. So being able to be disciplined enough to accept all that you have is a badge of spiritual maturity. So don't get caught up in the distraction. Don't worry about who's not there for you. What isn't there? What's missing? Don't get caught up in that. Focus on what's right. And remember, your battles don't determine your destiny. All you need to do is be brave, bold, and intentional. Who is supposed to be for you will be for you. Who's supposed to be there for you will be there for you. The things that you need to fulfill your destiny, even if it's just for today, you will have it. Because his grace is made sufficient in your weakness. Thank you guys so much for patronizing me in this little engine that could. Um, I'm, I try to remain consistent to the process. Keeping my eye on the prize, which is you guys. Thank you guys so much for spending your 2021 with me. God willing, we will meet back again after for the future, the Jetsons future of 2022. I love you guys so much for listening. Peace.